Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, the breaking news, new legal trouble for Donald Trump, not from that New York case, but right here in Washington in the special counsel probe. Just hours ago, former Vice President Mike Pence signaling he'll testify in a federal investigation. Our new reporting as Donald Trump goes on the attack. Here are tonight's headlines. There is no case. There's no case. Donald Trump blasts the Justice Department and FBI. And the late development, what will Mike Pence testify to in the federal January 6th investigation? In Missouri, a tornado has killed at least five people. Please, God, don't get the house. Please let us live. I'm going to pull it open. I'm going to grab it. A D.C. teen is shot and killed by Park Police. The civil rights probe, as we're now seeing body cam footage. Stop! Stop! Or I'll shoot! All across the country, students walk out of school demanding gun reform. Speaker Kevin McCarthy's historic meeting with Taiwanese President Tsai Ing-wen. We once again find ourselves in a world where democracy is under threat. Israeli police clash with Palestinian worshippers at the Al-Aqsa Mosque in Jerusalem. Both sides are bracing for increased tensions. It looks good. And back-to-back holes in one in Augusta on the eve of the Masters. Good evening, and thank you for joining us on this Wednesday night. We want to begin with a startling new development in the federal investigation of Donald Trump that could mark a turning point. It comes after the former president launched a new round of attacks on the FBI and Justice Department, both at Mar-a-Lago last night and again today on Truth Social. 
Well, for months, the special counsel right here in Washington has waged a behind-the-scenes legal battle to get Trump's closest advisors to testify. The president's lawyers have tried to limit that testimony, and they've repeatedly failed. And yesterday, we learned Trump's chief of staff will have to testify. Today, we learned Mike Pence is willing to answer questions under oath about then-President Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Legal experts say it's this investigation that could be much more damaging than what happened yesterday. CBS's Robert Costa has all the new reporting. Good evening, Robert. Good evening, Nora. This is an extraordinary and potentially historic development. A former vice president now willing within certain bounds to testify about possible illegal acts by a president. An advisor to former Vice President Mike Pence says he could testify before the grand jury within weeks. And prosecutors could get a vivid first-hand account of what Donald Trump did and said as he relentlessly pressured Pence to overturn the 2020 election. This is an earthquake and not a small earthquake. Former federal prosecutor Scott Fredrickson said Pence holds the key to several avenues being explored by special counsel Jack Smith's investigation into the January 6th riot. When the mobs were attacking the Capitol, trying to stop the election, uh, what did the president tell Vice President Pence, if anything, before, during, after? The former president spent the last 24 hours assailing all four ongoing investigations of him. And I never thought anything like this could happen in America. Today, calling on congressional Republicans to defund the DOJ and FBI. A move dismissed even by his staunch ally, South Carolina Republican Senator Lindsey Graham. I think it's a bad idea. At Tuesday's New York arraignment, Judge Juan Mershon warned against rhetoric that could inflame or cause civil unrest. Thank you But much, Trump Mr. later Mr. took the gloves off during a rally at Mar-a-Lago. The criminal is the district attorney. Tearing into Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg and Judge Mershon personally. I have a Trump-hating judge with a Trump-hating wife and family. One day after, Bragg detailed a 34-count criminal indictment of Trump, accusing him of falsifying business records as part of a years-long alleged hush money scheme. Trump's lawyers say they will mount an aggressive effort to have the charges dismissed. You're charging the president of the United States with crimes, crimes that will never be sustained in a court of law because they don't exist. Sources say the Manhattan DA and his prosecutors are aiming for a trial next January. And if that were to happen, that means Trump could be spending time in New York facing trial, all while campaigning in Iowa and New Hampshire ahead of those early nominating contests. It's going to be an extraordinary year ahead. Robert Costa, thank you so much. Well, another wave of deadly tornadoes left a path of destruction across the Midwest today, and the threat continues tonight. Early this morning, at least five people were killed and dozens others injured when a large twister tore through a rural community in southeastern Missouri. That's about 100 miles south of St. Louis. CBS's Adriana Diaz is in the small town of Glen Allen, which took a direct hit. Mowed down in minutes, this is what's left of Glen Ellen, Missouri. Shredded homes, uprooted trees, and a trail of ruin. Keith and Shannon Lincoln rode out the storm in their bathroom. They was all in the tub and I just got down by them. I was just praying to God. Yes. Please, God, don't get the house because we're in the house. 
please God, don't get the house. Please let us live. The powerful EF2 tornado, packing winds up to 130 miles per hour, tore through this rural community overnight when most people were asleep. Today, Governor Mike Parson saw the destruction firsthand. I think when you look at the devastation of this, uh, it's going to be weeks upon months to be able to recover. Uh, it's a long journey ahead for the people that live here. As crews clear roads blocked by broken tree limbs and debris, search and rescue teams are going door to door looking for survivors. At least 11 tornadoes were reported since Tuesday across Missouri, Iowa, and Illinois. Oh my God! Where Amber Reel took this cell phone video from her house in Kelowna. What do you think now when you see what's across the street from your house? I'm lucky. I mean, my neighbors have their stuff all blown out. The severe weather battering the Midwest is part of the same storm system that brought up to 18 inches of snow in the Dakotas over the past two days, crippling travel on major highways. This is what the tornado did to a main church in town, a place the community will no doubt rally around. Now, today, Missouri's governor also said the president called to offer support and aid. But these storms are continuing to push east tonight and overnight with New York, Philly and Washington, where you are, Nora, in the path of severe weather. Adriana Diaz, thank you. Well, just moments ago, China threatened a resolute response to the historic visit today of Taiwan's president. She met with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and a bipartisan group of lawmakers in California. As CBS's Elizabeth Palmer reports, it was the highest level meeting for a Taiwanese leader on U.S. soil in decades. President Tsai Ing-wen arrived at the Reagan Library to a warm welcome from House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and lawmakers from both parties in a show of democratic solidarity. Taiwan is grateful to have the United States of America by our side. Taiwan is counting on the U.S. to protect it from China. And Speaker McCarthy served up strong encouragement. We must continue to the arms sales to Taiwan and make sure such sales reach Taiwan. China had warned against the meeting, which the foreign ministry spokeswoman said gravely undermines its sovereignty. Last time Taiwan's president met with a senior American politician, it was Nancy Pelosi in Taipei. And China was furious. It responded by sending warships, planes and even missiles around and over Taiwan. An intimidating reminder that China has the muscle to try to seize the island by force. Taiwan's military can fight back with modern weapons supplied by the U.S. But many analysts think it would be overwhelmed by the most likely scenario, that is a Chinese naval blockade to cut the island off. Retired U.S. Air Force officer Germantes Leilari teaches at Taiwan's National Defense University. Well, they could break it for a certain period of time. They could sink some ships, they could shoot down some airplanes. But then they'd need the U.S. They need somebody to come in and help them. Now, there's no military direct confrontation, at least yet. But this meeting between President Tsai, who openly calls for Taiwanese independence, and Speaker McCarthy will have provoked and angered China. And Nora, Taiwan is now braced for some kind of reprisal. Yeah, big developments there. Elizabeth Palmer, thank you. 
And there's this breaking news. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is running for president as a Democrat challenging President Joe Biden for the party's nomination. The 69-year-old longtime anti-vaccine activist filed paperwork today. He's the son of former Attorney General Robert Kennedy and the nephew of former President John F. Kennedy. The U.S. Attorney's Office in Washington has opened a civil rights investigation into the death of a 17-year-old who was shot and killed last month by U.S. Park Police. CBS's Jeff Begay's reports the investigation comes less than 24 hours after body cam footage of the shooting was released to the public. And a warning, some of the video is disturbing. At least four D.C. police officers approached the car early Saturday morning, March 18th. A young man appeared to be sleeping inside. Police say the car was stolen and they called for backup with two U.S. Park police officers responding. He takes off, just let him go. But don't get inside that car. Ignoring that advice, those two officers opened the rear doors and one got in. The driver, 17-year-old Delano Martin, drove off. One officer falling to the ground, the other still in the back seat. Martin's family says that he was shot in the back five times. He slumped over the wheel, the car crashing into a house. Police say a gun was found in the vehicle. Delano Martin leaves behind an infant son. His mother, Tara Martin, shared her grief. He's my child. He's my son. And until you be where I'm at today, you would never understand. The DOJ will determine if Martin's civil rights were violated. A key moment in the probe will be when the officer got into the car. Keith Taylor is a former NYPD supervisor. It could be considered an officer-created jeopardy situation where uh, the, the tactical decisions were not uh, advantageous to the officer because it placed the officer in harm's way. Within days of the shooting, the union that represents the park police officers released a statement saying that the officers acted appropriately. Nora. Jeff Begays, thank you. The final funeral was held this afternoon for the victims of last week's Covenant school shooting in Nashville. CBS's Mark Strassman reports it took place as students across the nation walked out of their classes to demand action against gun violence. Seattle, Charlotte, Boston. Coast-to-coast -coast outrage about gun violence. High schoolers staged a noon walkout in protest. Including in Uvalde, Texas, where a school gunman last year massacred 19 children and two adults. Last week's shooting at Nashville's Covenant School took six lives three nine year olds and three adults, including Catherine Kuntz, the head of the Christian school. Among the hundreds today grieving the lifelong educator, Ann Caudill. A close friend. With each day, I think of the layers of loss to our school family, to our family, to our friends, and to the community. Like responding officers, Kuntz heard the shots and had one focus, stopping the carnage. There was a confrontation, I'm sure. Uh, you can tell the way she was laying in the hallway. Coddles, not surprised. Her priority would have been to save the kids even at risk to herself. Her priority would have been everyone. 
everyone in danger in that moment without reservation. More fallout from the shooting. Last week, three Democratic state lawmakers hijacked a legislative session using a bullhorn to demand gun restrictions. The Republican majority was furious and could hold a vote tomorrow whether to oust those three lawmakers. Nora? Mark Strassman, thank you very much. We want to turn now to a disturbing report on decades of sexual abuse within the Archdiocese of Baltimore. The Maryland Attorney General's Office today released a long-awaited report that accuses church officials of cover-ups and paints a damning picture of the country's oldest Roman Catholic diocese. More than 150 Catholic priests and others are accused of abusing more than 600 children over the past 80 years. The Archbishop of Baltimore said it is difficult for most to imagine that such evil acts could have actually occurred and offered an apology to survivors, pledging solidarity and support in their healing. And that's why these investigations are so important. Tonight, police are investigating the murder of a tech titan on the streets of San Francisco. Cash App founder Bob Lee was stabbed to death early Tuesday morning and no arrests have been made. CBS's Carter Evans reports on the death that has shocked Silicon Valley. Tonight, friends and family are confirming what many fear. The 43-year-old man San Francisco police found stabbed here on Main Street early Tuesday morning is well-known tech executive Bob Lee. The father of two was chief product officer at cryptocurrency startup MobileCoin. Before that, he worked with former Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey at Square. Dorsey today called his death heartbreaking. Lee would later create the mobile payment service Cash App. Bob, someone that I just talked to a couple days before and was planning on and a medium tomorrow in Miami. So it was really, really hit close to home, especially he got stabbed in front of my old apartment complex. So. Jake Shields is Lee's friend. I'm a professional fighter and I lived right there and I started feeling unsafe. Current Twitter CEO Elon Musk responded to news of the killing by taking a swipe at the city. Violent crime in SF, he said, is horrific. San Francisco's district attorney also called the crime horrific. Now, Lee had just moved his family from San Francisco to Miami to be with his father. Friends say he was back in town visiting when he was attacked. Nora. Oh, Carter Evans, thank you. Tonight, as Jews around the world begin Passover and Muslims observe Ramadan, tensions are again on the rise in the Holy Land. This follows violent clashes today at one of Islam's holiest sites, the Al-Aqsa Mosque in Jerusalem. Here's CBS's Imtiaz Tayeb. Chaos inside the Al-Aqsa Mosque. Israeli police say this video shows Palestinians attacking them with stones and fireworks. But this cell phone footage appears to show Israeli forces beating Palestinians with the butt of their rifles. When the smoke from the violence cleared, hundreds of Palestinians had been arrested, some zip-tied on the mosque floor. I was praying when Israeli forces started firing stun grenades, this woman says. One hit me on my chest. Since the start of Ramadan, Israeli forces have entered the Al-Aqsa complex, known to Jews as the Temple Mount, nearly every evening. Police claim it's in part to remove worshippers from staying overnight inside the mosque, in violation of an agreement not to do so until the last 10 days of the holy month. But Israeli police have not explained why the pre-dawn raid on the eve of the Jewish Passover involves so much force. Hamas, the militant Palestinian movement which controls neighboring Gaza, responded with rocket fire on southern Israel. 
prompting Israeli airstrikes. As violence between Israelis and Palestinians continues to surge, the fear is it could spiral into a full-blown war. Imtiaz Taib, CBS News, London. A major settlement offer involving Johnson & Johnson's talcum baby powder. That's next. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Johnson & Johnson is offering to pay nearly $9 billion to settle allegations that its once popular talcum baby powder caused more than 60,000 cases of cancer. The company says it's not admitting any wrongdoing. It would be one of the largest product liability, liability settlements in U.S. history. There's big news ahead of the coronation of King Charles. The royal details next. Tonight, the countdown to the coronation is on for Britain's King Charles. An image of the invitation revealed that Charles's wife will soon be known as Queen Camilla, rather than the current title of Queen Consort. The change will officially take effect after the May 6th coronation ceremony, where both the king and queen will be crowned. All right, call it the luck of the Irish. A golfer hits back-to-back -back holes in one at Augusta. Unbelievable. Next. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We just had to end tonight at Augusta National, where the 87th Masters Golf Tournament unofficially teed off today with the par three contest. Seamus Power of Ireland hit a hole in one. 
and then followed it up with another. He's only the third player going back to the 19 to 1960 to score back-to-back -back aces in the contest. Remarkably, three other players players also scored individual holes in one today. Round one of the Masters is tomorrow, and CBS will have full coverage of golf's tradition unlike any other throughout the weekend. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast.